friends, I'm Erica Key, and this is my new podcast, Owning Her Seat. Each week, I will introduce you to women who break through glass ceilings in culinary and hospitality. We will chat and dish on the behind the scenes of the industry and what it means to be groundbreaking women. Today here with me is Brianna. We first met when she was working in PR entertainment and hospitality. She now works in digital marketing. She is a content strategist and she's helped me launch this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today, Brianna. Thanks for inviting me, Erica. I'm excited to turn the table on your first podcast by interviewing you instead. You own and run Eating with Erica and EWE Home. You are a food and lifestyle blogger, an influencer working with brands like Draper James, who I love, and Lexus, a culinary spokesperson featured on broadcasts like Fox and Good Morning America, and you recently launched your own lifestyle brand with EWE Home. What inspired you to start a podcast in addition to your many other achievements? So I have wanted to launch a podcast for quite some time, but it's very hard. You... I do not do this alone. I have a team. I mean, you help me, Ellie, Rachel, I mean, Kayla. So it's not like I'm just like, you know, a one woman van. So it takes a lot of energy to start something new from the ground up. So I was really thankful when um, Eat, Drink, Dine came to me and said that they wanted to collaborate on this project because it's been something I've been wanting to do for such a long time. And it just takes a lot of work. (laughs) It does. And we're excited to be part of it and see it get launched. Um, So the podcast, you decided to call the podcast Owning Her Seat. As a female business owner and an entrepreneur yourself, what does owning her seat mean to you? Well, initially when I started eating with Erica, I just kind of felt like what I wanted to do never fit a table. So I feel like owning her seat is having your own seat at your own table and then extending it for other individuals to come join you. I feel like sometimes when you start something new, there's not really a... A plan. You can't Google. Like I remember when I first started Googling food blogger and like, you know, there was nothing. The word influencer was non-existent, you know, when I first started. So sometimes when you don't have like a roadmap, you just have to figure it out as you go. And to me, that's what's owning her seat. Like, you know, I've done the work. I built my table and now I'm owning the seat and I'm not doing it alone. I'm extending the seats to other people to come join my table. I love it. As a writer, I can't help but be jealous of your creativity. With you. so, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, now, with this podcast, especially with the first set, you're having all female people come in and be interviewed, all women. Why are you focusing on women in the culinary and hospitality industries? Since I started eating with Erica, especially when you think about the culinary world, you see it's a male-dominated industry. And I always want to go left when I see everyone doing something right, which is why I started eating with Erica. Everybody was doing gossip blogs. Everyone was recapping celebrities. It wasn't really anything I was interested in. So I decided to do food. When I look at the industry, women are very underrepresented. And a lot of these women are carrying a lot of these men on their back and they just don't get the credit or the accolades or whatever. So just like when I started eating with Erica, I kind of wanted to represent the underdog. I did this podcast to highlight some of these amazing women who you may or may not know who are doing incredible things, but they just haven't had the limelight or they haven't had their actual talent and work showcased on a larger scale. That's awesome. We're excited to hear from them. I'm excited. And I want to inspire other women with similar 
ambition. You know, sometimes you get an idea and then you're like, oh, I can do that. And then the doubt sets in like, no, I can't do that. I'm not qualified. I'm not. So I'm like, yes, you can, because the stories that we're going to tell, it's going to be women from all walks of life with children, single moms, married moms, moms who have went through divorce, single women, people who've had breakups. So I wanted to be very relatable where everyone is in their life. Also trying to pivot during this pandemic. You know, a lot of us have had different ways that we've handled the pandemic. And I wanted this to kind of give people a little bit of support, like, you know, give yourself a little bit of grace. You know, 2020 was a rough year for everybody, but I kind of wanted it to give women a little bit of motivation, like you can do it too if these women have done it. There have been women who had worse cards handed to them and they've been able to slam duck the situation and you can do it too. I love it. So for your listeners to know, we've been work friends since 2012. (laughs) We have. But we have transferred into real life friends mainly because of exactly what you just said. You're incredibly uplifting and it's important as women that we uplift each other. So amazing and with owning her seat the this podcast this isn't the first time that you're bringing women together i've been fortunate enough to participate in some of the events that you host your 10 of us events that celebrate friendship and help women make valuable connections can you tell us more about those dinner parties and is that the first time you really were bringing these groups of women together i think yeah i mean i think from just like um I love to connect women like that's just what I love to do, especially because I felt like when I first started eating with Erica, it was I was typically like the youngest person at the event or I may have been like the only minority at the event. So it was just very it was different. You know, what I mean, it was just like, what is she doing here? Like, how you know, how did she get this invite? You know, so I wanted it to be a non-Atlanta event. Sometimes you go to these Atlanta events and everyone is too cool for school. You know what I mean? Everyone is just doing their own thing. And I wanted to have events where everybody was normal. Everybody was kind. They were welcoming and they just had really good vibes. And if you've come to any of my events, you can attest that there's no, no one's snobby. Everyone's kind. Everyone's willing to like make connections or whatever. And I started the dinner parties to kind of connect women who would have never met in any other type of scenario. Like I have friends from Buckhead to Bankhead. I have friends from all scopes and walks of life. And it's always important for me to connect. Like so many girls have been able to get jobs through the dinner parties. Girls have been able to just, you know, expand their Rolodex. It's been just very nice to be a liaison with like connecting women and good women. And it's just been fun. So I can't wait to pick those back up. But I just love entertaining. I love being the hostess with the mostest and I love connecting women. Absolutely. And now you can connect women even further with the podcast. So Um, you've worked really hard to take your business and I've been able to be a part of that journey, which I love, um, from just a side passion to a full-time business. This is what you do. This is how you make money with many different sources of revenue. What do you say to female entrepreneurs who are just starting out and are still hustling on the side? Do not compare yourself to women on Instagram. I think that is the number one thing. A lot of people see this entrepreneur thing and it looks glamorous and it is not. It is not glamorous at all. A lot of these entrepreneurs, I could not be the entrepreneur I am without Desmond, who is my husband. Literally, he's so supportive. When I even started, I first got laid off from my job or whatever. He was like, don't worry about finding another job. Just work on your business. You have six months to hit a quota. If you hit the quota, you could stay home. If you don't, 
go back to work. That's not a regular situation, especially with, you know, this day and age. So number one, do not compare yourself to Instagram. Number two, I would say I took advantage of any and every complimentary class at my job that they paid for to kind of prepare me for the real world. And I use a lot of the things that I was doing at my daytime job. I was a community marketing manager and it's really helped me in my day to day work. I would also say, make sure you have a savings account with an entrepreneur. You're going to have to have a lot of sacrifice. And if you can't sacrifice buying shoes and staying off Amazon, it's going to be very difficult. Those rough months when you're getting payments late or, you know, just anything. So I would say, make sure you have six to eight months saved for expenses. Um, Also, I would say just do the research. You have so many things right now that are just free resources to help you get your foot, whether it's marketing, whether it's you have to do your own in-house PR, but make sure you do enough research before you launch just because it's a lot and you don't want to be caught with your tail behind your legs or whatever. So I would say that, you know, go home work your nine to five and work your five to nine. So you could start getting ready because it's it's a lot. Like I'm still working on mastering balance because I work every single day and I'm like, I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but it is not glamorous in the slightest. It's very important for people to know. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs through 2020 experienced how not glamorous it can be especially starting with the government shutdown and all the fear and everything behind COVID. And this past year, what's been great with it is that you have been called on to inspire people who might have been a little bit nervous to go to restaurants or support restaurants to feel safe supporting their community favorite businesses. Um, What do you tell people about supporting their favorite local business during COVID? Well, you know, I feel like The thing is, when you have a business, like you think about everything that can go wrong. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone would have thought that we would shut down over a virus. Like, there's no way we could have even I was like, this is going to be the like, this is how it's going down, like a virus. So I say that I I love supporting local businesses because I know for a fact that my money is not buying someone's second jet. I'm not paying for, you know, a beach house in Napa. I'm paying for someone to purchase ballet shoes or, you know, pay for someone's kid's college. So I could only imagine how devastating it would be for you to do nothing wrong in your business. You're shut down because of a virus and now you can't make ends meet through no fault of your own. Like that's devastating in itself. So even though I was a little bit more risque with my support early on COVID, It was very important for me to support these businesses as much as I could because I wanted them to keep their doors open. I wanted to, even if I wasn't able to, you know, order food during the time, at least if it was a birthday or something, purchase a gift certificate, just doing whatever I could and just bringing awareness to some of my favorite local businesses to try and say, you know what, I did try and help them fight the good fight. Absolutely. You've also been sharing, especially on Fox which businesses are open and who you should be visiting for certain holidays. So that's been really helpful too, to be able to let people know what's been going on. And in 2020, um, that year also led so many people that were looking for new ways to support black owned businesses. You have been supporting fellow black entrepreneurs and business owners since before eating with Erica began. What would you tell someone looking to support a black owned or female run business? 
Um, I would say literally just support, like buy the product, you know, share. Even if you don't have the budget right now to purchase, you can share. That's free. You can comment. That's free. You know what I mean? It's very, it's very trying times right now, but it's always a soft spot in my heart, especially for women and black owned businesses. And if you don't know which businesses support, just DM me. I'll I'll be more than happy to share which businesses you should support. You know what I mean? Um, And I think it's 2020 was a lot of conversations that we're long overdue to have, especially as regards to that. So I feel like if you don't know how to support black owned businesses, just shoot me a DM at eating with Erica. I'll be more than happy to take some time to share. And I'll also add, follow her on social media and she'll share (laughs) frequently with you, which is, well, it's great. It's great for people to know and get that constant reminder. And that's something that you do as an influencer. So that's awesome. Thanks. So what can we expect from owning her seat moving forward? What are you excited about? Just like today, having very transparent, conversational dialogue with some amazing women. Every now and then we may, you know, let a boy come or whatever. But this is definitely 100% female focused and it is going to be some really good things. I'm hoping that a lot of these listeners will be able to get some education, um, get some insight and leave feeling empowered. Um, Sometimes as a creative, I get burnt out and I'm not always creative and I always don't feel like doing something. But sometimes when I listen to a good a good word, or if I, you know, read some book or whatever, I'm back geared up. And that's what I want to do with this podcast. I really want it to be a source of motivation and really have women feel like, you know what, I can, I can do it. I can do it. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty. I'm going to be over it. And I might cry as I do it, but I'm going to do it. Love it. Just for your marketing plug, make sure everyone follows Eating with Erica, just Eating with Erica on Instagram and Facebook for those updates on when the podcasts are coming out. And you can also go to eatingwithericka.com and sign up for the newsletter where you'll get updates for the new podcast too. Thanks so much for joining me today, Brianna. Thanks for having me. I can't wait. <laughs>